0: Everybody. Welcome back to The Network. Uh, this is your favorite crypto headlines show that exists on the planet, um, the whole globe, or planet Earth. Um, the Bitcoin Podcast network's just the headers. Um, if you heard that awesome music by The Absurdist, you know this is just the headers uh, brought to you by myself, Dimitrik, and... Jesse. Hello Jesse.
2: Yo, what's up?
0: Welcome back for another week. Hi, how, how you doing?
2: I'm all right. Yourself?
0: I, I had a great week, man. It was astounding week. I'm trying it's to telling- point, Yeah, I'm trying to point to what made it astounding, but it's just that general feeling of had a good week. You know, pr- productive, got stuff done. Uh, got planning done, executed old plans. Made new ones. Just a solid week, all in all. Even though my team lost to the Patriots, I was pretty sad about that.
1: Oh, but, yeah, the Chiefs.
0: But other than that, pretty great week. Got no complaints. How about you?
2: Hmm. Yeah, no complaints here. I had a all plan, right. executed on it. Made new plans, same thing. Nice.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Plan, execute. Listen to plan execute so let's let's just jump if you guys so if you're tuning in for the first time which some of you are this is a show about the headlines in crypto there's a lot of them we pick three a day and present them to you and then we add commentary to the news um to put it in context as we see it but it's just opinions from me and jesse if you don't know who me and jesse are you need to go back listen to past shows do that now put them in your queue download them make it happen so we're gonna jump right in last weekend's news we're starting the show on a high note right we're high on hopium in the start of 2019 all right so this first article is written by marie hewlett uh from coin telegraph it has 8607 total views 757 total shares um and the hot the title listen to this nasdaq ceo that's right ce chief executive officer of nasdaq says crypto could still become a global currency of the future operative word there still and could phrase operative phrase could still become so let's read a little bit adena Friedman, president and ceo of nasdaq Says that cryptocurrency deserves an opportunity to find a stable future in our economy. In a post on LinkedIn, oh name dropping, writing ahead of her appearance at the World Economic Forum in Davos this week, the opening day of which is t- today, January twenty-second. So this is an old article, two days old. So F- Friedman say that Nasdaq believes crypto will have a role in the future. Ca- characterizing the invention itself as a tremendous demonstration of genius and creativity. Thus far, she argued cryptos evolved through what she she terms a classic invention life cycle from its early path forged by pioneers in cryptography and economics to a period of hype the proliferation of new market entrants and now most recently a dose of reality. Crypto thus stands at crossroads, she says, poised between one of two outcomes. And here's a quote, either the innovation finds practical utility followed by years of steady and sustainable commercial progress and integration into the economic fabric, ergo the internet, or the invention fails to achieve broad adoption and its commercial applications as a medium of exchange are limited. Ergo, the Segway. Oh. Oh. Burn. So it, <coughs> we're either gonna change the world or we're gonna become a funny story for our grandkids. That's where I, that's what I see. I don't know how you interpret that though.
2: Have you ever ridden the Segway?
0: Uh I have not for the sole purpose of I don't wanna hurt my body. How about a hoverboard? Same purpose. Don't wanna hurt my body. Uh, okay. Have you? No, I haven't. For the same reasons, or you just never got around to it?
2: No, I just never got around to it.
0: So if one were presented to you, you I would. would? I would hop on. Today's your lucky right day, Jesse, because I just sent you a brand new... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've seen so many videos of people busting ass on hoverboards. I'm just like, you know, no, thank you. And you know what? Not a hoverboard. So if you called it a gyro board, I'd be on I'd be on your team. But that is not a hoverboard. So no. um anyways, speaking of things that say they are what they aren't, no I'm kidding, that'd be a weird segue for this article, but um Open Bazaar's new social media platform aims to foster privacy. Um yeah, so Open Bazaar, if you didn't know, was supposed to be the world's open bazaar. If you don't know what a bazaar is, you should read more. But just in case you don't, (laughs) I'll let you know. A bazaar is a market where people go and sell their goods. If you go, I mean, it's like a farmer's market. You could call it the farmer's bazaar. But usually they have more than just food items. They have all kinds of items. But anyways, don't farmer's markets have more than just food items now?
2: Uh, Yeah, they have like um, processed products, I guess, like. Uh, I'm trying to think of some in particular. They have like hot sauces, and they have like different, like I guess flavored honeys. Mm. I mean, they have like
0: different flavored honeys. I'm not from Delaware, so I'm not familiar with how farmers markets work. But how can you have different flavored honey? I thought honey is just honey. Don't bees poop it out into wax holders?
2: No, they put like uh, peppers in it, right? like really? peaches or some random like they jamify it and then put like <laughs> some heat
0: in. we gotta jamify that honey sounds like a bad rap song jamify. i don't know i don't i don't know anything about honey nor do i feel like anyone should have to know that much about honey but you're opening my world jesse i'm gonna go see if i can find some flavored honey but um yeah open bazaar you, you start an online store nobody can ask you questions it's only online when the node is running so your store has to have hours unless you want to pay somebody to host a node or you run your own full node built on the bitcoin blockchain i think they've now shiveted (laughs) shiveted pivoted to ethereum blockchain but let's read on thursday during the first day of the north american bitcoin conference oh i forgot that was even happening That's just sucked. Obi-Wan, OpenBazaar, founder and CEO Brian Hoffman, great dude, interviewed that guy, love him, announced a new service called Haven Privacy. The product is a multifaceted application for OpenBazaar's mobile and full node clients, allowing users to chat, shop, and send cryptocurrencies in a private fashion. So they took the China out of WeChat and then made it secure and safe. Anyways, mm-hmm. OpenBazaar plans to launch privacy-centric social media app. Uh, what's it called? Haven Privacy. We've never gone all that. Here's a quote. We believe that the privacy and private money is a fundamental human right. Take back your privacy. Take it back. Everyone needs to write Facebook tonight and say, you don't get to hold my privates. Wait for mm-hmm. it. I don't think you saw what I did there, Jesse, so I'm just going to keep it moving. Obi-Wan developers worked on the Haven privacy for two years. So this is two years in the making. There's a pretty commercial for it. Is this a sponsored ad? No, it's not. It's just news because they're open bazaar. They got it like that. Uh, but it's an app. You go and you download it. Uh, it looks like. Uh, yeah, it's in the app store. It's called Haven. It's a sa- I get it. It's a safe haven. So. And moving right along, the last article over the weekend. Now, I was really excited about this article, Jesse. I mean, I got my pants got tight, if you know what I'm saying.
2: Whoa, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Too little information. No, I'm kidding. Um, so this article was written by Jamie Redman, 3,141 eyeballs. Lightning Network co-creator is designing a scaling solution called Utrixo. Utrix. It's either Utrexo or Utrixo. Uh, sounds like a off-brand cereal from Spain or something. But a blockchain researcher has been working on a scaling effort for the unspent transaction output, the UTXO, set found in the Bitcoin protocol, according to Taj Drij- Ooh. Recently, I'm sorry, Taj. I can't say. Taj Dreyja. How would you say that?
2: Yeah, Taj Dreja. Taj Tads,
0: Dreja. Taj That's a beast of a last name. Dreja. Like a last boss on a Final Fantasy game. Dreja. Recently published description of research. This software engineer is working on a dynamic accumulator called Etriso. The project could theoretically allow network participants to verify the state of the chain's consensus rules with smaller sets of cryptographic proof, right? So if you're you're unfamiliar, the, the big problem with running full nodes on things like cellular devices is because you've got to verify the entire UTXO, which takes a lot of calculations, a lot of time. Your battery is gone. Your data plan, gone. So apparently if you could provide cryptographic proof and that is the verification of the UTXO set and it matches everyone else's, cryptographic proof well then voila you don't necessarily need to verify the entire thing you just verify the cryptographic proof so let's read a little bit a few years after bitcoin was born developers and network participants discovered the protocol needed to scale in order to facilitate transactions for a growing number of users the software stores a record of every transaction all the newly minted coins within a distributed ledger we all know these things um let's get to some good stuff In order to help solve this scaling issue, Taj Drija from MIT has written a description of the current research project he's been working on called Utrexo. Protocol is a hash based dynamic accumulator, which essentially brings the millions of UTXOs recorded on chain down to under a kilobyte. There's no trusted (laughs) setup or loss of security. Instead, the burden of keeping tracks of funds is shifted to the owner of those funds. So I got tight in my pants because if you could run, if you could have the comfort, of running a full node on your cell phone and not eat your cell phone alive, then, I mean, it's like a dream. It's like the dream we've all wanted. Mm. Millions of unspent outputs in under a kilobyte. Kilobytes are tiny. I think the first Mario game is what, eight kilobytes large? Mm, I'm not sure. Hold up, let's look that up. That's a weird stat to know off the top of my head. How large in size was the first Mario game? I was off by quite a bit. 32 kilobytes. Jeez. It's really small. Anyways, it's your turn, Jesse. I'm done with the weekend's news. I I hope you feel as much hope as I do, because we've got... Full nodes on cell phones, super privacy apps, and the new global reserve currency all coming from crypto.
2: Okay. Well, it looks like for Monday, we've got even more optimistic news. The first (gasps) article for Monday starts with Alistair Milne, Bitcoin is is only public blockchain certain to last for next 100 years. Ooh. Written by William Suberg of Coin Telegraph with 7,143 eyeballs and 347 total shares. So the next cryptocurrency bull run will decide which public blockchains will become or become the defining names of the industry. UK-based investor and now entrepreneur Alastair Milne predicted in a Twitter thread January 19. Milne, who is well known in, on Twitter in particular as a source of bullish statements about Bitcoin so that any new price highs for the largest cryptocurrency should surpass those of 2017. Probability that Bitcoin matches its all-time high price again and doesn't then continue past seems very low. Each wave of adoption is an order of magnitude bigger than the last You wrote in a thread of on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, this is just uh, it's, it's optimistic news.
0: It's circle jerky stuff, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
2: It's, a, it's an optimistic prediction, yeah. is what it is. Speaking
0: so, of being optimistic with predictions, how do you choose your melons? Um,
2: so we're talking watermelons.
0: Uh, I'm surprised you took it there. I'm a little bit offended, but I'm talking about melons in general.
2: Okay, so what you want to do is you want to look at the underside, and it should be a creamy yellow. Like <gasps> what? This uh, is new. Yeah, not like like a creamy slash darkish kind of yellow. Like banana um, yellow? Like banana yellow, yeah, like a ripe banana, somewhere in that range. Or school bus yellow. Um, no, you want it to be like a creamier yellow, so banana yellow is pretty good. And maybe even a little bit more pastel cream. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's how you find a good watermelon that's sweet.
0: I'm not shocked at all you knew the perfect answer to that question. Oh. Uh, but what about, like, other melons? There's cantaloupe, right? And I'm not sure if
1: that
2: works for other melons, but you could try. Hmm. I just know I like watermelons, and so that was, that was why I keep that fact stored in my head, because when watermelon season rolls around, I know how to get a good watermelon.
0: <laughs> I feel like that should be a... Like something on your tombstone, maybe. Um, <laughs> he knows no, how to pick a that. good watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people do, so it's a boisterous. You could, you can really claim that. Not on your t- wow. maybe put it on your resume and under extra skills. Yeah, you can pick the hell out of. You can pick a good watermelon. It'll be a conversation starter. If any. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm glad that you. I never knew that, but now that I do, I'll never forget it. And Good. I want to share that knowledge, so thank you for passing it on. You're welcome. That was just a tip from from Jesse.
2: <laughs> from just the headers. Yep. Just the tip. Mm-hmm. All right. So, next article from Monday it comes from Adrian Smitsynski with Cointelegraph. Major central bank institution, BIS. Bitcoin must depart from proof of work. 9,694 Bullshit. eyeballs, 427 total shares. <clears throat> Bitcoin's problems are only solvable uh, solvable by departing from a proof-of-work system according to a research published by the Bank for International Settlement on January 21st. According to the paper, when in the future Bitcoin's block rewards fall to zero, given that only a limited number of new Bitcoin will ever be created, the transaction fees alone will not be able to sustain mining expenses. The argument implies that the Bitcoin network would become so slow that it would be virtually unusable stating quote simple calculations suggest that once block rewards are zero it could take months before a bitcoin payment is final unless new technologies are deployed to speed up payment finality so i'm not sure what the future the end game of you know, usability of the Bitcoin network is going to look like, or if if it'll make it that far. But I guess it's it's good that these kind of organizations are trying to take a stab at mm-hmm. creating or raising awareness of a problem and try to create a solution before it actually happens. Yeah, that's
0: true. I mean, there's I think there's two main camps: there's the on-chain scaling camp and the off-chain sh- scaling camp. And right now, the off-chain scaling camp seems to be winning the argument mm. right because you can't just have infinitely large blocks and infinitely large places to store things because only so many people are going to go out and buy a 32 terabyte hard drive sure right you, yeah. you're pretty much the the logical step if, if you just keep, keep increasing the block size is that you're just going to have server farms like you do now that mine bitcoin and run full nodes because they can so i don't know i don't know how that argument goes but i know scaling has been on the forefront of everyone's mind slash dreams for like three or four years now so
2: Mm. that'd be interesting if the blockchain i wonder at what point the blockchain will get too big that people like you and i won't be able to feasibly download the entire ledger mm-hmm. just have to go off of like whatever whatever ledger that like aws has or some big you know, server mm-hmm. farm but anyway i'm gonna keep it moving because uh didn't tell the listeners this but i am actually sitting in my car outside a library
0: yeah jesse's uh, a trooper i mean that's that's how you do podcasting. That's how to podcast like a champion. You got
2: you to gotta do what you got to do. And I got to do this this way because I got other things I got to do. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say that part. <laughs> See, that's not the part you're supposed to say.
2: No, well, that's the part I have.
0: Yeah. You're supposed to say I do this out of passion and I I so care so much I'm doing it out of my car. That Yeah, I, no, that's true too. I'm
2: just, you know.
0: You don't say the part where like I got other shit to do, so I'm doing it like, <laughs> <or just laughs> package it differently. Don't just oh okay try to get right. try to get this shit done. So, <laughs> <I'm doing it. laughs> damn, oh boy. Yeah.
2: No, we were just talking about lists and doing shit and like everything I do. Yeah, like I'm interested in doing it. That's why I do it. You yeah, know, very true. unless yeah. unless like you know paying bills, it's not really something anybody likes doing. But you know actually get a little bit of a
0: weird kick out of paying bills you do that weird millennial kick you know what i mean like "Mm, no man don't it's so
2: hard bills fucking paid no no because i auto pay everything and if if i forget to pay something it's because it wasn't set to auto pay so i I never pay everything annually everything
0: to auto pay so you don't have to worry about it
2: yeah all right yeah but i just switched bank Bankless oh that's recently. what sucks so it's like everything's moving yep. over <coughs> all right cool so last article for monday uh bank of england advisor cryptocurrencies fail basic financial tests
0: Ooh, there Back goes the, the hope there goes the hope no hope value
2: anna berman coin telegraph 4,664 total views 191 total shares <laughs> Q? A- wow this name's is interesting Hugh Van Steenis, I guess, senior advisor to Bank of England's Governor Mark Carney, told Bloomberg in an interview Monday, January 21st, that cryptocurrencies fail fundamental financial tests. Van Steenis joined uh, BOE in 2018, having previously worked at Schroeder's and Morgan Stanley. And
0: let's move it on to Tuesday's news. So, what's going on with Tuesday? We got an article from William Suberg. <laughs> Iceland, figurehead in Bitcoin miner heist, jailed for more than four years. Don't pass go. Don't collect 200 Bitcoin. Go straight to jail. So an Icelandic man has received a four and a half year prison sentence for stealing Bitcoin mining equipment. Local English language news outlet Iceland Monitor reported January 17th. Sindri St- St- Stefan Stefansson, Sindri Por for Stefansson, who in April 2018 boarded a flight to Stockholm from Reykjavik, reportedly with a stolen passport, was subsequently arrested in Amsterdam and returned home. Stefansson claimed he legally fled custody to Sweden. This guy's just a criminal. In court, Stefansson, along with six accomplices, received a lengthy jail term. The proceedings relate to thefts of Bitcoin mining equipment reportedly worth $2 USD and two other attempted heists that took place December 2017 and January 2018. The target was Nordic IT company Advania, to which all seven defendants will now pay compensation of 33 million Icelandic krona or about $273,000. Stefansen received the longest prison sentence of the group which comes after he argued he was illegally allowed to board the Sweden flight at the time he le- he fled Sogny prison so uh, here's, a, here's a quote I was forced to sign a paper stating that I was free to travel but if I could I would stay in a prison room until the extension of custody was approved so prison is different over in Iceland I guess so I don't know how you get out of prison to fly somewhere Hey, can I get a frequent flyer pass? When I want to get out of prison. So, anyways, he tried to steal mining equipment <laughs> and he was arrested. And for the last article on Tuesday, Aaron Wood writes uh, with 8,303 total views. Uh, reverse merger could take bit hum crypto exchange public in the u.s singapore-based holding from blockchain exchange alliance which has a controlling stake in major crypto exchange bit hum is likely to list that is b-i-t-h-u-m-b is likely to list in the united states by acquiring a publicly traded company in the country interesting according to cnbc a publicly traded holding company called blockchain industries announced that it had a bin a Binding letter of intent with Blockchain Exchange Alliance, acquiring a publicly traded company or so-called reverse merger and can be a faster way to take a company public than a traditional IPO. That's interesting. So if you're a private company, and you reverse merge with a public company. You are now a public company. That's very interesting. I did not know that. This is why you should listen to just the headers. You learn something new. You learn how to pick watermelons. You learn how companies uh, have loopholes. <coughs> what else do you know over there, Jesse?
2: Um, I don't know. We'll no. find out. More if- questions.
0: I'll ask you another one. I know you're going to knock it out of the ballpark. So, Mike Novogratz, an ex manager from Fortress Investment Group and well-known crypto bull, also used a reverse merger to list his crypto investment bank on the Canadian <coughs> stock market <coughs> in 2018. Man, making money moves. Is that what they say? Making Making money moves. Money moves. So... Oh, there's some controversy. BitHum was recently the target of some controversy when it denied allegation that it faked trade volume. Cryptocurrency exchange ratings and analytics service CER has accused BitHum of faking up to 94% of its trade volume. That's, that's one hell of an accusation. How do you confuse comp- 94%? Just round that shit to 95. I don't understand. That's how you know they might be telling the truth. Maybe like such a, they are 94 they're lying to 94 percent confidence it's, what is that 94 percent of their trade volume is fake so the allegedly anyways on a wednesday year ago my man
2: all right here we go oh in your article your last article that you read it also said that um Novogratz bought a crypto startup called Coin Capital, then merged through a reverse takeover with a Canadian shell company, Bradmer Pharmaceuticals. The company was subsequently renamed in trades on the TSX Venture Exchange as Galaxy Digital Holdings. Interesting. Yeah. So, I wonder what a Brad, who company. like, who started that shell company, Bradmer Pharma Pharmaceuticals.
0: <laughs> I bet you it's the dinosaur <clears throat> financial group.
1: Ooh.
0: All right. I'm looking into it. You got me curious.
2: All right. Wednesday. I thought you didn't want to die. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. All right. Wednesday. $16 million now believed to have been stolen in a, quote, weird cryptopia hack written by Matthew DeSalvo from Bitcoin.com. Details have so far been murky regarding millions of dollars worth of tokens stolen from New Zealand-based cryptocurrency exchange Cryptopia on January 14, but data company Elementus has been investigating and now says the hack was different from previous attacks of this nature and the amount stolen is much higher than originally thought. Last week, Cryptopia became the latest exchange to be hit by an attack. The Christchurch-based platform had initially announced that it had taken down its services for, quote, unscheduled maintenance before revealing it had, quote, suffered a security breach, which resulted in significant losses. Um, since then, details have been unclear and the amount lost has not been made public. Police in New Zealand announced that they were working with the exchange to figure out precisely what happened. Dude. They lost 3.5 million Ethereum, 2.5 million Dentecoin, 1.8, 1.7 million LISK, 1.1 1. 1 million centrality, 1.9 million oyster pearl, and then 880,000 mothership, and then a few other altcoins, uh, that some of which I don't even know. So, dude, dude, yeah, dude, dinosaur. I went to bradmerpharma.com. The yep.
0: website link that's listed on <laughs> Bradmore Pharmaceuticals, where they have the official not for dissemination in the United States or for distribution to U.S. Newswire services. So I had to translate this website. It came in full Chinese. Had to translate it. it says they're based in Toronto. I click on the Bradmorepharma.com link. Uh-huh. And I'm going to send this shit to you so you can look at it later, maybe. And it says, I also live as a hobby. It's like a blog. It says, recently, I think that working alone and earning money is not life. I'm working on SEO, but I'm also a hobby. This is like just what the website says. I think I will write an article for a long absence. I used to write blog posts before, but recently, it has become less common to hit the keyboard. There's a picture of a Lamborghini for some random reason. And below that, there's a picture of Eric Clapton. It sounds like somebody's, like, thought diarrhea. I was not interested in cars at all in my 20s, but now I've become more familiar with cars than I cannot defeat. (laughs) What the fuck is going on?
2: I don't know. I don't know. This is
0: so weird, dude. Here's a quote from this website for bradmerpharma.com. Life is not that sweet. You guys are cutting everything unpleasant as work. I don't get this. This is probably like... I think I just got hacked. <laughs> I just <laughs> got hacked. I think I just got hacked. It says not secure on there. This is a bunch of bull. Oh my god! You're going to get
2: in your car and you're going to turn the ignition and then it's <laughs> just going to like...
0: <laughs> it's going to whisper Pepe Sylvia and then it's going <laughs> to explode. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Dude, this... Kurtos getting weird man so bradmore pharmaceuticals is like a total shell thing they bought a url for some rando that blogs about <laughs> weird stuff and wow okay so anyway interesting um i'm i'm lost a little bit now where are we Wednesday?
2: Uh, So I'm on Wednesday, second article. MasterCard fined $650 million uh, by EU for artificially raising fees. Jeffrey GoGo, Bitcoin.com, 1,763 eyes. Uh, European Union uh, Competition Commission has handed MasterCard a 500... Oh, dude, that's what... Uh, Wait, hold on. Whoa. Because... Okay, so MasterCard... MasterCard yep. pulled strings to get Patreon to kick out people who were saying shit that I don't know what they were saying exactly, but they were censoring people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that has, this has nothing to do with that. Never mind. All right. So probably not. Probably not at all. Uh, <laughs> $648 million dollar fine for artificially raising payment processing fees in breach of antitrust laws. According to an online statement published on January 22nd, Mastercard forced merchants to pay exchange fees in their countries of residence, forestalling their access to banks with lower fees. Elsewhere in the EU, Mastercard restriction uh, resti- uh, restricted competition in Europe. <clears throat> Brussels has now ruled that Mastercard's behavior limited competition within the continent and inflated costs for retails, re- retailers and customers. As per the statement, EU Competition Commissioner Margrethe Vestager noted that MasterCard's actions limited merchants' access to better options elsewhere within the block. Um, so I'm not really sure. I've never been to Belgium, so I don't really know, like, if they accept others. Other, other, um... Um payment processors other than MasterCard like maybe Visa or something else but it seems like they were um, they had their hands tied um, so who who assigns payment processing fees? I mean you'd think that MasterCard has the right to increase the fees just like that, that retarded kid who bought uh, the EpiPen um, and then like jacked up the price to like hundreds of dollars and like screwed a bunch of people yeah, um, I
0: mean, Mastercard and Visa, these these credit card uh, companies that control like the payment rails, they can charge whatever they want. Probably. So why I are they that. saying?
2: Why are they saying that? Um, it, basically, it wasn't within their um, purview to increase payment processing fees. They, I mean, they, they're saying that they artificially raise the payment processing fees in breach of antitrust laws. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. I wish I knew. Yeah, me too.
0: There's so many things in the world I don't know how they work, but some <laughs> things just don't smell right. And to me, if you're an entity, why should you be able to just like upcharge people at a at a moment's notice whenever you want? That just doesn't sure. smell right. So I guess they increased the fees because there was a breach of their rules where people weren't following the um, know your customer anti-money lend. On anti-money laundering laws so they're like okay well if you don't want to follow the rules we're just gonna jack up your payment uh fees
2: is that what it says just the disclosure of mastercard's conspiracy with banks to overcharge customers is another nail in the coffin for fiat currencies and a validation oh this is just propaganda all right
0: yeah it's a little propagandizing because it says like you know this is why we need cryptocurrency because you know, there's nobody yeah. charging you fees. The, the fees you pay are the fees associated with the blockchain you use. Uh, you know, that that's all fine and dandy, but that doesn't work for businesses, man. Businesses are like cornered when it comes to the rules they have to follow.
2: Wow. Interesting. In July 2018, Brussels slapped Google with a $5 billion fine for limiting competition in the block by forcing manufacturers to make Chrome and Google search the default search choices or search tools on Android devices. Ooh, where's that in the article? That's in the uh, middle section of the article, um, right underneath the picture that says fines. Mm. Um, I think is that where I found it. No, above, above that. What does that paragraph? have
0: to do with this article? I don't understand how this that that writing fits. Like, who cares about Google,
2: limiting computation? Uh, maybe they're trying to like paint the picture that Brussels is like, they're unfair with how they, or or Brussels has had also, I guess, um, find other other entities for uh limiting competition as well in their area, because mm. Mastercard's doing the same thing. They don't really have a lot of options, and then Google's doing the same thing. Whew. Yeah. yeah. <coughs>
0: It's crazy to think like, okay, I get weary about like a $500 fine or something, right? Like if you, if I'm in the city trying to find a parking spot and I look and I see the sign, and it's like $500 fine. I'm like, oh, hell no. I got to get, I got to do this right. Like, where's the, <laughs> where's the parking meter or where can yeah, I Yeah, like what's the app? But yeah. what the hell does it feel like to get fined for $650 million? Like- you know, there's certain um, fines that you'll you'll deal with, like like if you're in emergency real quick, you'll maybe if the parking <laughs> fine's like thirty bucks, you'll be like, All right, fine, fuck it. If I get a ticket, it's a thirty dollar ticket, I'll just pay it. So they're having that same mentality towards a six hundred fifty million dollar fine because they're operating under the pretenses that they know they could be fined. Right? Sure. Everybody well, that think, gets a think fine about, knew I mean, why they got fined and knew knew they were breaking the law, right?
2: Yeah. To, a, to a point. Maybe. Right? Like
0: I don't if, know. If you're speeding, you know you're speeding unless you're just a speed demon. You just listen to Michael Jackson's speed demon and you're just going and you don't even realize. Right. So if you're parked in front of a fire lane, you can expect the ticket to come with it. Right. You sure. know you're doing wrong. So the MasterCard knew it was doing wrong and was basically daring the cop to catch them, And they got caught and they're like, oh, cool. We'll pay your little six hundred fifty $650 million fine. No biggie sure that is a scary. i'm sorry but that in this aspect i feel like this is where i align with the crypto community because like to have the gonads to be that ballsy to operate knowing that you're in the wrong and knowing that a 650 million dollar fee isn't even a big deal
2: it's like volkswagen with with the um the car the the emissions tests faking yeah. the emissions tests yeah, and
0: they're still selling Volkswagens hand over foot. It's like, man, what they must all these companies must have to <laughs> buy the shortened curlies, because they just do atrocious things and you never hear about it. And Then when you do, you're like, oh, who gets that 650 million? Oh, okay, so
2: what? Yeah, like whatever. <laughs> like what was the what was the slap on the wrist? I forget for Wells Fargo making um, accounts oh. in the names of existing customers to inflate see. their numbers see like i already forgot that nobody gets slapped hard. it's not like now you your company is should be um forced to ban uh disband you know it's nothing like it's that it's two, always like
0: they were hit with a two billion dollar fine like that's how deep their pockets are that they're yeah. they're gonna just eat a two billion dollar fine on the chin sure And they probably don't even have to pay it all at once. That's just me speculating. They probably like, oh, right. pay you know over a x amount of year period. So it's just basically, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get. I wonder
2: sad. how it works. Like, I wonder how it works to operate in like the financial sector as like a CEO of a bank and to actually understand how everything works and then understand how dirty you're playing the game.
0: How do you rationalize it though? You know that they have to rationalize it. Like there has to well, be some sort of rationalization, or <laughs> just a sociopath. We're <laughs> we're well, animals. We're
2: animals to them. We're mm. like livestock. It's like when when you watch one of those like uh, supernatural movies where like the the non human races are like humans are like livestock to us, like sheep. They probably yeah. look at like average Joe the same way. Like oh, they don't give a shit. Yeah. it's all just a game and then anybody and in who gets it.
0: in the inner circle they just pay them so much money they forget about the morals they're just like like, oh you're doing really dirty things like that's not cool and they're like yeah and now that you figure it out here's your golden ticket you get a golden ticket and it's like damn I made it to Willy Wonka but I didn't think it was like this
2: it's like Pablo Escobar like narcos
0: <laughs> Yeah, except for you don't die you just get fancy suits
2: if he if he hadn't tried to legitimize his wealth and become a politician, he probably would have been fine.
0: <laughs> That's so terrible to think, but it's so true,
2: probably. But some other people who legitimized their fortunes like hundreds of years ago and or kept that family wealth going like from years of crime, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I wonder or what the Carnegies are up to. You know, that's what I'm going to tell If I have a kid.
2: In the Middle East, yeah. If
0: I have a son, I'm going to be like, hey, find yourself a Carnegie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> go to the Middle East, go to, like,
2: Saudi Arabia. That's where they are? <laughs> just find, like, an oil baron.
0: <laughs> that's that's going to be my future-proof strategy. It's just to, <laughs> to train my kids to marry into stupid
2: wealthy families somehow. <laughs> like, that's a thing. Like people actually groom their children to do that.
0: You need to find yourself a Zuckerberg. All right. You see somebody <laughs> with a last name Zuckerberg. You get in there. All right. You wine and dine. Do what you got to do. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I don't know how we went on all those tangents, but I do think it's time for the next article.
2: Let's pull it back. Let's
1: Thursday's it back. articles. Real it is. These
2: articles. We're, we're almost uh, through the week.
0: Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, or, shit. Or, we're on Thursday? Oh, my bad. We're on Thursday. <laughs> Sorry. done with Wednesday. No, you're good. Uh, no, we're not, man. There's still Crypto Custodian backed by Andreessen and Horowitz.
2: I thought I read that. Maybe I did You're right. I thought I clicked it. and Okay. You thought wrong. We man, got you're stuck right. Wrong. I thought wrong. Uh, All right. Way. So this is going to be a simple article. Uh, it's probably why it doesn't have many views. 6,692 views, 200 total shares. Anna Berman, Cointelegraph, Crypto Custodian. Ugh. Uh. Crypto custodian backed by Andreessen Horowitz and PayPal co founder launches. Dude, it's getting kind of cold in this car.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. We need to. Oh, yeah. He's on the East Coast where there's like.
2: (coughs) All right. So the Anchorage cryptocurrency custodian for institutional investors launched following a $17 million funding round led by a venture fund, Andreessen Horowitz. Mm hmm. Uh, press release states Wednesday, January 23rd, according to the announcement, PayPal co-founder Max Levchin, sci-fi VC, venture company Kosla Ventures, Mark McComb of investment firm Blackrock, and others took part in the Series A funding round. The developers claimed they intended to make a custodian that would be more secure than cold storage in order to better support institutional investments, along with enabling active on-chain participation. More secure than better more storage? than cold storage?
0: Man, if they got the secret juice, they're not sharing it like they used to in crypto. Used to be in crypto is like, here's 32,000 ways to do cold storage. Thanks, Internet. I'll go do this on my own now. But now it's like, nope, we got the secret sauce, baby. Pay for this shit. Um,
2: Yeah, they don't even tell. They don't even tell you what what the procedure for something better than cold storage is. a
0: 16 (laughs) Z. Do you know what it means? A16Z, his company that invests in things.
2: I forgot. We Googled it at some point, didn't we? Like a long time well, ago?
0: I, I've i known this for a while because it fascinated me. I think me. you told me and then I'm I forgot I'm going to tell it. you again so you don't forget. There's 16 letters in between the A and the Z. Okay. Okay. And I just thought that was cool. I've always thought that was cool. Because you know that's something he thought of when he was like six. And it just like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like...
0: Oh, now that I can count and I know letters, there's 16 letters in between the A and the Z. And the A is yeah. the first letter and the Z is the last. This is so cool. And then he ends up being, like, successful. And he's like, oh, I'm going to name my company after that stupid shit I thought of when I was six. So, anyways. um On the Thursday's news. We don't do Friday news because that's uh, zero confirmation news. So, the U.S. new hampshire bill aims to legalize bitcoin for state payments in 2020 this is no different than what uh ohio has done and you're gonna see more of this it's like um states are clamoring for ways to generate revenue because they're losing their grip on the information which they used to sell to us it's you know what i'm not gonna go into those crazy like manic crazy ass long diatribes i'm just gonna say that like we're starting to see some new stuff in our lifetimes, which is kind of cool, like the legalization of marijuana. And Colorado, surprise, surprise, makes money hand over foot from taxing it. So now you see states just trying to get in on that action left and right. And Ohio's trying to be a first mover here. New Hampshire is obviously trying to be a first mover here, because if they can see there's some g- revenue generation from this, then, you know, other states will follow suit. <laughs> so that's how that goes. Um, yeah. So yay for you, New Hampshireites. Um here's another article brought to you by Jamie Redmond, has eleven 1, hundred and eight sorry, one thousand one hundred and eighty views. New malware attacks hold ASIC miners to ransom. Interesting. According to reports from cybersecurity researchers, there's new ransomware virus on the loose that's targeting Bitcoin miners. A file-locking program called HAnt has allegedly infected certain ant miner models in China, and if the ransom is not paid, the software aims to destroy the infected machine. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: Crazy. That's be right? useful, though, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not. Like, if man. you're a competing, like, uh, hardware manufacturer, that's that's awesome for you. Dude, man,
0: crypto is getting all the way real. People are probably dying as we speak over this shit. Like,
2: <laughs> this is... I would be... <laughs> do you know
0: how powerful, like, mining... Like, how, much, how deep their pockets are? And if you, like, infect all... Man, they... That's blood money. Like, those are fighting words. Like, you infected my miners and... <laughs> <laughs> Just like
1: killing them? like
2: a family member of like a rival gang like in Italy.
0: Yeah. Oh man, like shit is getting all the way real. Uh let's read a little bit. Ransomware creators have found a new target to attack in the form of Bitcoin mining operations. Unlike most traditional ransom attacks where victims had to obtain coins in order to pay the ransom, victims of the H ant ransomware have cryptocurrencies on hand to pay the malicious attackers. The Hant ransomware that specifically targets certain AntMiner brand rigs was first discovered by cybersecurity experts back in August 2018, but the malware did not become prevalent until this month, this month being January. Hant can attack an S9 model, T9, and possibly even L3 AntMiner brand Litecoin miners. There have also been limited reports of Canan brand Avalon miners that have been infected. Oh, wow. The report has detailed that once a mining rig is infected with the virus, the device will seize and stop mining cryptocurrencies. Then, if the owner hooks the device to an LCD screen, a matrix-like screen splash will appear and reveal the H-A-N-T ransomware note written in English and Chinese, I am H-A-N-T. The English version of the Ransom Note explains, I will continue to attack your Ant Miner and as long as you spread the infected machine, my server verifies that there are 10 new IPs and the number of Ant Miners reaches 1,000. I will then stop attacking you. I can also turn off your Ant Miner's fan and overheat protection, which will cause you to burn your machine or can burn down the house. Whew. This is, I'm putting this in the Slack right now. Like, as we speak. By the way, join the Slack. Go to BitcoinPodcast.com. Press the Slack button. Follow the instructions. If you can't follow those instructions, you're probably 12. (laughs) right. well, for those of you that mind, it's getting hot in the streets. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you should go listen to McAfee. Maybe he can help you. Here's some quotes. Uh, When asked if the HANT attack could affect large portions of pools mining popular SHA 256 mine networks, the mining pool executive didn't seem too worried, stating, It's hard to see that happening. The hash power of the Bitcoin network is still highly decentralized with numerous mines. It's quite difficult for hackers to just figure out the network location of these mines. So.
2: It suggests two possibilities. The hacker is deliberately targeting China, where Bitcoin mines are concentrated. Or second, Chinese miners inadvertently helped spread the virus before they realized the overclock firmware was infected. People are thinking that the hacker may not be Chinese and, quote, to some extent controls the onset of the virus. Mm. It's the CIA. No, I was kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I saw a meme. It was very funny. And then also the last article get you out of your car. And it said, uh, all news starts with saying good evening. And then it's an hour of them telling you why it was a horrible evening.
2: And I was like,
0: (laughs) yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. All right. Last article. Then you guys can go on with your day. I hope you enjoy it. Whatever you're doing, whether it's watering the flowers or kneading the dough for bread for your family. Report XRP market cap could be overestimated by billions. Damn, that's a whopper, (laughs) Jesse. I know, right? (laughs) So this is written by Aaron Wood as 3,958 total views. This is sour. Sorry for you, XRP uh, and the XRP camp. The market capitalization of distributed ledger tech company Ripple's XRP token could be overvalued by as much as $6 billion. Ouch. According to a recent report from crypto analytics firm Masari, ahead of Ripple's Q4 2018 report, Masari researched the health and legitimacy of the XRP's market capitalization using data from cryptocurrency exchanges and third-party cryptocurrency data services. The report states that XRP's liquid circulating supply could be overestimated by 48%, putting the actual market cap at $6.9 billion instead of the $13 billion currently reported on CoinMarketCap. Masari has stated in this article, In addition to the $59 billion XRP held on Ripple's balance sheet, there could be significant persistent sell-side pressure in the XRP market depending on the length and structure of selling restrictions placed on Ripple's market-making partners. A Ripple-affiliated foundation and Ripple's co-founders, all of us appear to have negotiated rate limits for sales based on exchange trading volume of XRP.
2: Oh, mm. that's okay. That's why they are all emphasizing volume, especially, like, Binance with all its um, incentives to trade the highest, like, volume of any token. And you not only get X amount of that token, you also get their Binance token. You also get, I forget what else. They had a lot of good incentives, but... They're probably all wash trading to create the volume artificially and giving the incentives to nobody. Ooh,
0: you can't be throwing around those terms. That's a, that's what Mao has told us to go fuck ourselves. Throwing around those terms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> chomp on that one, XRP. I don't know what to tell you about your token being centralized, but and not. Even remotely crypto, but I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't want to argue with you. Just
2: I don't want to argue with you. You've got Ellen on your side.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got Ellen and Ashton Kutcher on your side, and Snoop Dogg, and, and Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing I could say. <laughs> they know all the things. Well, Jesse, it's a wrap. Um, we're gonna get you out of your cold car. The man is. Literally in his car recording this episode, and that's how much he (laughs) loves all of you, which tune in every week to listen to us talk about the news, uh, get intrigued by the news, figure out that Mike Novogratz buys shell companies that used to be a blog from some random, most likely Chinese guy. Uh, Because it was Chinese, I had to translate it with my web browser, and there's pictures of Lamborghinis and Eric Clapton, which is a strange thing that's just really weird i don't know it makes me look at him crooked now but anyways uh, thank you for listening the bitcoinpodcast.com is where you can find this Um, hit the subscribe button share with your friends leave a review do all the things like we're a podcast and you probably listen to podcasts and you know they say all the things like go follow us go you know do all the things so especially join the slack because we like to hear from you guys it's always fun you got anything jesse
2: Absolutely not, That's except not thank everybody for listening. I appreciate all you guys, <laughs> and then I always like Lane's comments and everybody else who is in the slack and then like makes snide comments about funny stuff we say i i I enjoy reading them. I do read your comments, everybody yeah. um even though I don't actively post on the slack all the time. yeah,
0: Jesse's a busy man, and so <laughs> you gotta catch him on a good note. I'm hang around for a second or two, but uh, me, I'm not. So I'm there.
2: No, you're busy. You're more busy than I am.
0: Uh, we're bi- we're adults. I mean, adults should have a, a pretty good modicum of busy in their <laughs> life, or else you like look at them like, what the hell are you even doing? I don't understand. So, um, yeah, man, we adult hardcore. So tell that to your friends. Um. We're lady out